Hello, hi, welcome back to an episode and to um, another video if you're watching through YouTube. What's up? How are you? Are you good? Are you great? Awesome! That's amazing, that's wonderful. I'm glad you're here because today's video and today's message is going to be, it's going to be a great one, you know? I'm personally excited. So last um, episode, last week, we talked about why does hell exist? We talked about how we are deserving of eternal punishment, but we also talked about the good news, which is that through Christ, we are redeemed. Through Christ, we have salvation. And through Christ, we can ultimately escape and, you know, not be condemned to eternity of hell and of fire, which is always great. Now we're going to talk about Oh, yeah, and then we also talked about salvation, you know, the first step to salvation. But I also mentioned that salvation is not just, hey, I accept Jesus Christ into my life and then I can do whatever I want. No, it's not. Salvation is also getting to know Christ and slowly and surely getting renewed by him and really building a strong relationship with him. Um, I also kind of want to touch upon my last episode. Like, I realized that it was very, you know, very blunt, very in in our face. And I just, I don't want to have that install fear into anyone's heart. Like, yeah, you know, having a relationship with God, like, trusting God and really accepting Him into our life is, we because through Him we are no longer condemned and we don't have to go to hell. But that shouldn't be your motive. Like, if you go, if you're, if you only have a relationship with Christ because you are afraid to go to hell, then I wouldn't say that's very healthy i mean if you have a like a relationship with someone and you're only staying with that person because you're afraid of what they will do if you are not with that person then that's not healthy so if that's your relationship with god right now then that's that's not great dude that's not great you know what drove me to god even when i was aware of hell you know that wasn't what drove me to god of course it wasn't because i spent years still in my flesh, even knowing what hell was. What drove me to God was the fact that he pursued me, was the fact that he still loved me, in, even in my mess, even in the fact that I rejected him multiple times. That's what drove me to God, his love. And I hope that that's what drove y'all to God too, and that's what's driving anyone to God. It's his love and not his judgment because that's backwards. So you accepted Jesus Christ into your life. Oh my gosh, great, amazing, beautiful, but there's more to it, okay? You can't just accept him into your life and do whatever you want. Now, how do you build a stronger relationship with God? So, I want to answer one question first. Like, why should you build a stronger relationship with God? Like, hey, like I've accepted him into my life, you know, I'm not going to go to hell. Like, why should I do anything more? Well, well... If you are, let's say, in a romantic relationship or even in a friendship, like, it's great that you know this person. But if you truly, truly love that person, then you want to spend time with them. You want to get to know them. You want to have a stronger connection with that person. And more than that, when you spend time with that person, you're happy. You feel, I don't know, you feel like you can do anything. They encourage you to become a better you. Like, and that's the same thing with God, but better is that God, he is perfect being and with him you don't just get to know him but he also gives you peace joy comfort um security and an identity in which will never change so so a relationship with god gives you exactly what you need which is peace joy love contentment 
security, comfort, identity, and etc. And especially, that's especially what we need, especially in this world that is just so unstable and very conflicting. Jesus gives you exactly what you need. But in order to really receive his peace and love and joy and all that in the third that I decided, you really need to get to know him and you really need to be close to him. You need to have a strong relationship with him. So what's the first step in doing that? I would say that the first step in doing that is to humble yourself. Oh wait, before I start, usual disclaimer, I'm not God, you know. Test my words, use scripture to back what I'm saying. You know, don't take everything that I say to face value. Yeah, okay. So the first step in getting closer to God, I would say to humble yourself. I feel like pride is one thing that really stops us from getting closer to God. Like, a lot of people think, even me including sometimes, or at least before, I used to think, I don't need God, I don't need God, I want to do whatever I want. Like, I'll, I'll make my decisions, I'll chase what I want, I'll do whatever I want, you know. I don't need God, I don't need the Savior to get in my way. Especially in this world, in this culture of just me-centeredness and, like, main character like aesthetic like you are basically your own god i feel like pride Ooh, pride is the number one thing that really stops us and there's a huge wall that really blocks us from getting closer to god and i would say how do you remove pride i think um the act of repenting repentance removes a lot of pride because repenting is not just a state where you are aware of your sin but it's also a state where you become aware of how much you need god this is what i wrote Repentance is a state of grief and remorse for your sins, knowing that you hurt slash sinned against God. But it's also a state of mind where you recognize how much you need God. Like, repentance is truly humbling because you realize how, like, wretched and wicked you are. You realize how messy you are and how sinful you are and how much you messed up. But in that, in recognizing that, you look at God and you see how perfect and amazing and beautiful he is. And it's like, dang, I don't even deserve that. I don't even deserve to have this connection with him. But he gives himself to us. So I would say that in order to really get in a relationship with God, like, take down that pedestal you put on yourself on. Because we're not good people. We really are not. We're not perfect. And in order to get closer to God, we have to recognize, hey, we can't do this on our own. This is why we need him. You can't do it on your own. I can't do it on my own. I can't live, like, by my... I can't... Like, he gives me the breath that I breathe, bruh. Like, I can't do this on my own. So I think that's the most important thing when we get closer to God. Repent. And it's not just a one-time thing. It's a continuous thing. Like, like... And this is an issue I have for me, personally. The concept of not being perfect can be hard to swallow. Like, it's not fun to mess up and to... I don't know, to... I feel like most people would see them at most people think they're good people until you look at God and you realize how not good you are. And that can really hurt and it really touches your pride. But that's why we don't rely on ourselves for anything, but that's why we rely on God because he's perfect for us. Through him we become the righteousness of God. So, I think that's I think repenting, recognizing that is just so important in a relationship with Christ. And it's why did I say like that? Christ. Anyways, but it's continuous. It's not just a one-time event. And I have some Bible verses. Ah, scripture. So 1 John 
chapter 1 9 says if we confess our sins he is faithful and just and will forgive us our sins and purify us from all of our unrighteousness god he god don't judge god 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 won't hate you bro he know he can see the future he knew you were gonna sin there's no point in hiding there's no point in you know like there's no point in ha putting so much shame on you. There's no point in like feeling, how do I, oh my gosh, bro, how do I say this? There's no point in feeling all this shame and feeling like he won't forgive you and feeling like he hates you. No, God still loves you and that's why he died for you, bro. He died because of our sin, not because we were righteous, nah. He died because of our sin. He is for the ones that are broken. He is for the ones that are weary, that are tired. So when you sin, and when you fall short, run to God and he will forgive you. He will purify us from all unrighteousness. He does not look at your past. That is gone. So understand that. Understand that, bro. Through Christ, you're made new. Period. Right. And then 2 Corinthians 30, chapter 30, verse 9 says, For the Lord your God is gracious and merciful. If you return to him, he will not continue to turn his face from you, bro. If you look at him, if you call his name, he will listen. He is right there. Like, like, t please let that be encouraging right now. You repenting, you recognizing that you need God is a good thing. And he loves that dude. Because he's so there. He's so for you. He is so for you, bro. So like, that's so good. So now that you've humbled yourself and you've recognized how much you need God, get to know him. Come on now. I know that Bible's dusty. I know you haven't read it in a good month. I know you said that you started a Bible devotional, but you've missed like about three weeks now. And it's okay. It's okay. Because you can start now. Get to know him. Read your Bible. Get in your word daily, bro. Daily. Like, how are you supposed to get to know God? How are you supposed to get to know what pleases Him? How are you supposed to get to know um, how to honor Him and how to live life uh, by Him if you don't even read about His life? Bro, <laughs> literally Matthew talks about His life. Matthew, John, um, Luke, pretty sure. Yes. <laughs> I Don't come for me. I just finished reading the New Testament. Come on now. Um, but... Yeah, how are you supposed to get to know how to live life by him if you don't even get to know him and his life? So get into the word, read the word. I'm telling you, like, I know it might sound really redundant for some people because the Bible is, like, pretty long and it can be kind of complicated at times, but the Holy Spirit will guide you and will give you wisdom to understand the word. And also... I would, okay, this, these are my tips. Wait, first let me read the Bible verse because I'm getting ahead of myself. Joshua 1.8 says, Study this book of instructions continually. Continually. Meditate on it day and night so you will be sure to obey everything written in it. Only then will you prosper and succeed in all you do. What? What? Come on now, get into the word, bro. And it's... I love how it says study this book of instructions continually because that's what it is. The Bible gives you tips, advice, like 
guidance, like encouragement. Like I realized one thing in reading the word daily, it really has been encouraging and so nourishing to my spirit. Like every time I'm done reading the Bible, I always feel so refreshed and like I feel like I can keep on going because <laughs> it really gets hard in these streets, but I feel like I can keep on going. Um, like right now I'm reading the new, the old Testament and the book of Genesis is so freaking good. Like so good. Um, there are so many stories about characters that went from nothing to something and through Christ, you know, there are stories like the story, the story of Joseph. It's a really popular one, how he was sold, literally sold by his brothers, but then ended up being the king of Egypt. It's such a good story of someone from zero to a hundred, like, and it's so inspiring. But there's, there's also stories of Abraham and Sarah, you know, and how they waited, waited, waited for a kid for, to have children. How God promised that their ancestors would ha no, how God promised that they would have many, many descendants. Well, promised Abraham that he would have many, many descendants. Being of old age and still not having a, a child. They waited years, 10 years, I think. And then they had their first child at the age of like 90 something. Pretty old. Um... So that just shows God's providence and God's faithfulness. Stories like that that are so encouraging to the faith and that we honestly need on this earth. This earth is full of so many distractions and so many, um, so many distractions, so many like painful things that we honestly can't avoid. We don't have control over what goes on on this earth and what goes on around us. But through God and through his word, we have instructions to be able to navigate through the situations. Meditate on it day and night so you will be sure to obey everything. You will learn how to obey God. You will learn how to hear his voice. You will learn how to live life in a way that pleases him through reading his word, through getting to know him. Only then you will prosper and succeed in all you do. Yes, because in all we do, we want to do what? honor Christ we want to do what elevate God and we will only learn how to do that properly through his word so if you haven't started reading the Bible I would say start now but actually this is my story this is how I got into reading the word on a daily regular um, sorry sorry I just I burped on a regular basis I started with devotionals and Bible plans on the Bible app. Down the Bible app. It's really good. It's really handy. I started with that. I, I had a Bible plan and I would read, you know, I would do my daily devotionals, etc., etc. But then after that, that was really nourishing to my faith in the beginning. You know, especially because Bible plans, they have things that are very set for what you need and what you want. Basically, I was new to my faith, so I would read a lot of stuff like, um... I don't know. There are a lot of Bible plans if you're new to your faith. There are a lot of just good Bible plans on the Bible app, so check them out, please. I'm not sponsored, by the way. I wish. And then after that, after um, I was just kind of like reading Bible plans, reading my daily devotionals every single day in the morning, only for like 15 minutes, honestly, I started having a hunger for more. I wanted to read more. I wanted to get deeper into God. So I started reading one chapter from the Bible itself a day. And the chapter that I have is the New International um, Version, the NIV version. It's just really clear, nice English, not complicated at all, it's really easy. Like if you're trying to get into reading the word more, I would say buy that Bible, it's really nice. Um, 
nothing too complicated no king's james version oh my gosh oh my gosh feels like i'm reading a shakespeare novel bro um but yeah i started reading one chapter a day and after i wanted more so i started reading two and i wanted more so i started reading three and now i'm reading up to four and i want to get even up to 10 at some point but it starts slow it's a slow you know you add you add you add and you get deeper deeper into the word and i would even suggest that when you're like it's good to just read but right now i'm trying to even study the word i'm trying to actually like spend time studying these words and these scriptures and the history and that's something that will come as you grow hunger and as you grow even more hunger for god so those are my tips for getting into the word of god start small start with things that you know you know you can't achieve but with the help of the holy spirit you will grow a hunger and a thirst for god and you will want to get deep into his word so don't be discouraged you know don't compare yourself to anyone just focus on god and the journey that he has for you right now right so that's one way to get to know him through his word and then the second way just talk to him talk to him bro talk to him pray pray i feel like um the number one way you can communicate through guys what can be through prayer definitely and people find it i know some people find it weird to pray like how do you even like how do i pray bro it's not that it's not that crazy it's not that crazy you know how you talk to your friends can maybe not your friends nah you know how you talk to your friends or to your let me not say parents because some people don't have parents but you know how you talk to your friends but what if they don't have friends too oh my gosh okay so you know how you talk to people it's just like that like just be like hey god today my day was da 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 hey god i'm struggling with da 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 hey god i want to wear this will it honor you da, da 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 that simple start like that like i even talk to god when i'm at work when i'm at school like especially now that we got masks i literally like move my mouth under my mask and sometimes i talk a little too loud and i wonder if people can hear me but it doesn't matter because it's me and god like it's just me and god if you will talk to him, tell him about your day, tell him about how you feel, about your emotions. He's your God. He's also your father. Abba. Ah! He's your father, bro. He's here for you. Like, if you need to cry to him, do that. If you're happy and you want to praise and worship him, do that. If you're feeling anxious, tell him that. If you're feeling angry, upset, you don't understand what he's doing, tell him that. Talk to him. Be real. Be authentic with him. He knows every single part of you he knows every single like bro he created you he created your emotions he created the things that you don't even like about yourself like he knows you best but like just talk to him that talk talk to him and he listens he listens bro he's always there like he's right here right now like i can't see him but i know he's here he's here <laughs> bro i'm i'm acting up i'm acting out this episode anyways and then the third way to get to know him is worship. For me, worship is probably my favorite way of just like getting in touch with God and like communicating with him because I'm a very musical person, as y'all know. I like to sing. I like music. I think it's a gift that God has honestly given me. I'm very clean musically in tune. And worship is just so beautiful, bro. Like, you know how many times I've just like cried in worship because it's like you feel his spirit and you're just like so overwhelmed and you're just like, God is so good. Like, ah, uh, ah. Uh. Okay, but anyways, worship, my favorite form of communication, my favorite form of praise to him. You know, like when you're feeling so, like, overwhelmed by his spirit, when you're feeling so happy or even sad, 
turn to worship. Um, that worship is a is a shape and for is a worship is a is a form where you recognize how good and how strong God is. You know, it's an elevation of Him. That's what worship is, and I think that's really beautiful. So, those are my three ways to get to know Him: read your word, talk to Him, prayer, and worship. And now, one of the most important things to do if you want to get closer to God. Number one. Not number one. I want to talk about. But one of the most important things to do, to do if you want to get closer to God. It's almost, it's kind of similar to repenting, but it's surrendering to God. Surrender to God. Stop trying to take control of your life. Stop trying to take control of relationships of your financial situation of school of people of your body of your sexuality dude surrender it all to give it to him give it to him because i know for me and this is why i was so willing to surrender to god i know for me i spent 17 years of my life trying to take control of everything and i realized how much control i did not have in trying to take control of every situation i realized how how much lack of control I had and it honestly just taking control of everything is just so stressful bro it's just it's too much this world likes to say that oh you are your own god bro that burden is immense and you know why because us humans were not created to take control of our life it's too much we can't do it we can't do it on our own so really surrender to god surrender to him because when you surrender to him you not only recognize that you need him which is what i explained earlier but you also recognize that hey god show me the way guide me direct me change me renew me i want to please you inside and out i want my life to be a reflection of you i want to embody the character of christ and you can't do that if you do not surrender to him you can't do that if you don't surrender your life your will to him you can't you can't and surrendering, I think, is hard. It's hard. I still have a hard time surrendering some parts of my life still now. Especially when it comes to my finances. I have a tendency of, you know, because, like, I can't cap. I'm making bank. I got a good job. <laughs> I have a good job. And sometimes I use that to just do whatever I want with it. But, no, with, you know, God gave me this job. God gave me this money. So, you know why? I'm going to use that to honor him. Sometimes I forget that. Honestly, I will be the first one to admit that. But... Yeah, surrender yourself to him. Once you start to surrender yourself to him, you will also be renewed by him. You will be renewed by him. He will guide you, he will direct you, and he will change you. Literally. He will change your heart. He will change your life. He will change who you are, and he will turn you into who you were meant to be and who he designed you to be. Yeah. And I think surrendering can be hard. Surrendering can be hard. One, because this world is just, this world is trash. This world is ghetto. I'm ready to go. God, I'm ready to go. You hear me? I'm ready to go. This world is so ghetto. But anyways, um, this world is so full of distractions. It's so full of just all these things. And you can feel like, it can't, like, especially considering our generation, like, we, like our generation there are so many people in Gen Z that are coming to Christ, and that's beautiful. Y'all, I'm so sorry. The lighting is turning trash. I'm so sorry, but y'all kind of have to deal with it. But, um, yeah, 
especially Gen Z, a lot of people are turning to Christ, which is good. But also, there are a lot of people that are still mocking God. Um, many people think, like, oh, you're you're obsessed with Jesus. Who, like, you, you look stupid. Or, like, why do you believe in, like, something that you can't even see, right? Or all these, all these different things. This world is so opposed to God that surrendering to him and really allowing him to change you can honestly feel scary sometimes it can feel scary and it can feel literally painful you might not understand what he's doing but he's refining you just remember that but yeah surrendering to god can honestly be scary it can you know it can create doubt like do i really want to do this all my friends are doing this like i'm not doing the same thing they're doing i know that i've experienced that to the max i've experienced that to the max but let me tell you something romans 12 2 says don't be conformed to this world but transformed by the renewing of your mind don't conform to this world bro don't do it i know i know your friends are going out and they're partying i know that you know that girl is doing this and that there with every single boy in the city i know that you just want to have fun you just want to listen Listen, bro, also remember this. You're on the path of righteousness, bro. You're a child of God. You are victorious. You have a whole kingdom waiting for you. This, this, our life on this earth is so short compared to eternity with God. It's not, it's not worth it. It's not as fun as you think. And also through, through Christ, there is true freedom. Through Christ, there is true joy. You might not be like this world. You might not do all the things that this world seems as good, as fun, as happy. But you are righteous. You are free. You are redeemed. You are content because of who? Because of Christ. Remember, like, remember that, bro. Surrendering to God, letting him renew you is a good thing. You're not missing out on anything, bro. You've been there. You've been there. And guess what? That led you to depression. And that's why you're here with God. <laughs> like, <laughs> I have to keep on reminding myself that too. Because, like, sometimes I'm like, dang, I could really, like, I could really be doing this, not the third. But then I realized, like, when I was doing that, when I was living in the world, I was mad depressed. And now I'm not. And I'm living for God. So, yeah. So, yeah. And especially for my young people out there, including me. 2 Timothy said, 2 Timothy Chapter 2, verses 22 says, Flee youthful passions and pursue righteousness. The lighting is so trash. Like, y'all can barely see me. This is so trash. Anyways. Flee youthful passions and pursue righteousness, bro. It's not worth it. <laughs> it's so not worth it. When you think, like, it's not worth it, bro. Like, when you think of what... It might feel good temporarily. It might feel fun and nice temporarily. But it's just going to lead you on the path of destruction. And we already discussed where that is last episode. It's not worth it. Surrender to God. Let him change you. Let him renew you. Through every time you surrender to God, even though it might be hard the first time, the next time it will be easier. And it will be easier. And it will get easier. And it will get easier. Because you know why? Through him, he strengthens you. Through him, he changes you. He builds your desires. He renews you. It makes you thirsty and want him. And soon enough, you'll see that fighting those temptations, fighting um, wanting to be like the world, is not even a battle you have to fight. It's not even something that you're like fighting against because you're just so for God. And I know that's something I've realized for myself. Yeah, I had to change the lighting and I had to move my camera because it was just getting really bad. Like, y'all could barely even see me. But 
Yeah. That's it, bro. That's it. You want to get closer to God? Surrender to Him. Get into His Word. Repent and get to know Him. That's that's it. This, the walk on this earth is not easy. Being a Christian is not easy. It's not. <laughs> like it's really not. Okay. But I wouldn't be doing this if I didn't if I didn't see success in it. I would not be doing this. If I didn't know that this was the the way to live, this is what this was the way to go. There will be ups and downs. There will be hard times and good times, even as a Christian, because this world comes with so many struggles and so many bad things, right? But through every situation, remember that God is renewing you. That everything you go through is for a purpose, and God will turn it into good. God will turn everything into good. So. Take courage. You, God is with you. You are not alone. You have the church. You have God. God loves you. I love you. Get to know him. Get closer to him. He's right there. He's ready for you. He's ready to have a relationship with you. Look, God is ready, bro. He's always ready. But are you? Are you? And to have a relationship with him, you have to be willing. You have to want him. You have to be all for him you have to be all in you can't have one foot out the door and one foot out the other no you have to be all in but i hope this was encouraging i talked a lot this episode but i hope this was encouraging i hope this is this touched someone out there and yeah may god be with y'all see you next time bye